From Relay FM, you're listening to Conduit, the show where we con do our own thing with our own productivity systems. Welcome to Conduit, the show that takes over the world with a panda and a unicorn. This episode is brought to you by Trade Coffee. I'm Kathy, and I am here with our favorite Scottish panda. We've got James Thompson. Hello. Are there any other like Scottish pandas that I should know about? I mean, it feels like that's kind of limiting me to one. <laughs> anyway, hello. Uh, it's lovely to be here. <laughs> It's so excited. Now, you may know this is not J. It does. They do start with the first two letters the same, but not to get conf- too confused. They look very different and they speak very different. Uh, but James is here because Jay is off being a keynote speaker for a thing. We're very proud of him. Blah, 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 blah. But I guess I have to do the show. But then I get to talk to James. So you know what? It works out. I'm excited that you're here. I'm excited to be on the other side of the Discord. Uh, this, it feels <laughs> like I just wandered into the wrong room and a microphone was put in front of me. But um... <laughs> Well, or uh, into the correct room and the microphone was put in front of you. You know, we make no judgments. You're here and you're staying here until I release you. So, okay. uh, <laughs> all right. With that, we're going to hop on over and just have a friendly reminder that if you would like to become a member of Conduit, you can head over to relay.fm slash Conduit or give us your flippinmoney.com uh, and join and become a member. We've got some great things planned for the future um and to start with uh you can also check out yukonwearit.com and find some stickers to decorate your area and share that you are a conductor you can remind yourself about the tire method or give yourself a reminder that you can do it uh and we'd love to see where you stick your stickers uh, when you get them, uh, they should be shipping out if you ordered them already. And we're so excited for these. And we have some super exciting things coming up for the holiday season. So stay tuned. Uh, and with that, we're going to jump right into our connection. So we have a connection check. I, I'm going to say zap because I didn't have time to prepare a proper zap. And that's what you're going to get. <laughs> Perfection, as always. <laughs> All right. So obviously Jay is not here and he also was a failure and did not send us his connection check, but that's fine. We forgive him because being a conductor, we're here for you when you're able to give us connections. But if you're not able to, we'll miss you. But we understand. So keep that in mind. We will always welcome your connections uh, wherever you can. But James, how did you do this past fortnight? Eh, not too bad. I, I'm giving myself a sort of what I'm assuming is an orange colored thing, but you know, uh, color blindness. Um, yep, you are correct. It is orange circle. Uh, I'm still trying not to fix every situation aside from my own, obviously. Um, but that's not always easy, especially when people ask for your help directly. So there's a lot of sort of guilt and anxiety around that still rattling around my brain, but I did a bit better over the last couple of weeks, so I'm going to give myself at least some credit. Excellent. You absolutely get credit for that because it's 
not ever going to be an automatic fix and working on it, working towards being better is an absolute win. So well done. Uh, I have a green check mark because I did go to the co-working space. I only went once, but that day I did get so much more done. Um, I've, my think I'm thankful because my schedule is starting to kind of settle down a little bit. So I think I can go more often. I'm going to try working on making those adjustments. However, it's hard when you have a podcast in the middle of the day. I'm like sorry. today, <laughs> but that. <laughs> why are you sorry? Well, I, l- I live like whatever it is, three and a half thousand miles away. So I, I make yeah, scheduling hard. No, this isn't you at all. This is always the time that we uh, record Conduit because we I record know. Conduit live in the Discord at 12 o'clock Pacific time, which is a variety of times at other places. If I had Elswen, uh, a great app uh, from the lovely developers, I would be able to uh, say this here. But unfortunately, there's no audio version of Elswen. Maybe someday that can magically happen. But as for right now, Alas, it does not work, but that's okay because we have tons of connections from our conductors. Uh, do you want to start or do you want me to? You can start. Okay. All right. Ankenu, our favorite sloth of the show. I don't know why I'm adding favorite to everything. <laughs> you are the sloth of the show, period. <laughs> uh, connection check. Red Upside down triangle, uh, preparation for a weekend of performances, performing, and then catching COVID at the shows took me out for the fortnight. On the men now, though, so I'll punt that clean up my space connection down the road. Absolutely. I'm proud of you for giving yourself some forgiveness that even though you didn't do what you needed to, like what you had said you were going to do, situations changed and you can only do what you can do. So well done. Uh, we have a soprano of our show, the one and only unfavorite. Uh, Deborah, who, <laughs> connection check, uh, green check mark, helped take care of my husband while he rested and I s- started recovering after a minor surgery. Did a couple of small transition tasks as I start to take over a new role at work. So well done there. And flipping tastic. All right. Our pathologist of the show, Laura, has an orange book. Has it actually already been two weeks? That seems unlikely. I've done okay with this. About 80% of the days I've gotten a lot done, because even on my unstructured days. The other 20% were very flaily and brain froggy, but not too bad. I'll have a new connection, but also need to keep this one on board for another few weeks. I think that's a great idea. 80% is really fantastic. You should be very proud of yourself. Uh, we have a uh, favorite uh, owl of the show, Kate. Uh, connection check. And I think that's a green circle. Um, finished yes. the last few pages on my portfolio and made significant progress on my CV. Also made some of the changes to the website and continued sorting all the things. Not quite ready to apply for jobs yet, but I'm getting there, which is excellent. So far, Oracle of the show has a yellow heart. I did manage to carve out a little bit of writing time, but not as much as I wanted. Everything else got a bit too overwhelming, but I'm starting to get back in the regular writing habit, which is a start. Absolutely. That's a great start. I personally would probably switch that to a green heart because you carved out writing time. And even though it wasn't as much as you wanted, you did carve it out. Um, But we're, we're in the mode of not forcing green on people so you know so super proud of you 
uh, we have the nameless of the show, and I don't know if that's an official title, uh, Robert. It is. It's in green. Um, connection check, uh, <laughs> green circle and a little house. The house has passed all inspections. Now the renovation is down to the de- decorations and paint, and we are hoping to move in by the end of the month. So exciting. Uh, and then we have a last minute connection from that silly keynote speaker, Jay, uh, who just lit- literally just texted me <laughs> in the last 60 seconds and said, connection check. I did drink with my mom. So he's got a green check mark too. Hooray. Okay, real quick, we're going to transition because this episode of Conduit is brought to you by Trade Coffee. Going to a coffee shop is a great experience, but it's not something most of us can do every day. If you're looking for that delicious local coffee shop taste on a daily basis, it's so much easier to get it with Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee is a coffee subscription service that makes it so simple for you to discover new coffees and make your best cup of coffee at home every day. No fancy equipment required. Trade partners with the nation's top-rated independent roasters to send you coffee that they know you'll love, and it'll be sent fresh to your home and on your preferred schedule. Plus, you get to support small local businesses. A win-win. Whether you already know what you like or are new to specialty coffee and need some help, Trade makes it easy and convenient to discover new coffees. They'll send you ground coffee or whole beans for however you make your coffee at home. So I personally use my Keurig and with the Trade Coffee, I get the whole beans because I enjoy the process of grinding it up and it tastes better and then I stuff it in my little reusable pods. Uh, It's really easy to clean and makes just such a great cup of coffee. So since the last time Trade sponsored Conduit, I've had two more bags of beans. I have had from Wonder State, uh, the organic Driftless, which officially they say it's a gentle cocoa sweetness and a lingering graham cracker finish. This one was really good. I loved the feast milk and honey that I had my first month. Um, But this would probably be my second favorite. Uh, And then third from Atomic, I got Space Cadet, which says it has notes of clementine nougat and burnt sugar. So I loved Atomic's packaging. And that's one of my favorite things about getting to learn new coffee options is that you get to see the packaging and uh, Atomic has like a space theme, which is really fun. I just like it's so much neat. It's so much neat. (laughs) It's so exciting to get new packages in the mail and then getting to taste that first cup of coffee and see, hmm, do I like this? Do I not? I don't know. But being able to try it and, and branch out has really given me some options to try new coffees. So whether you're just getting started or are a coffee aficionado looking to discover something new, trade guarantees you'll love your first bag or they'll send you a new one for free. Upgrade your coffee today with Trade Coffee and let them take the guesswork out of finding your perfect cup. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your subscription plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash conduit. That's D-R-I-N-K-T-R-A-D-E dot com slash conduit for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. Our thanks to Trade Coffee for their support of the show and all of Relay FM. And I do appreciate you doing the ad read. 
I, I, no. yeah, yeah. I looked at that and I thought, <laughs> yep, that's for Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate, you know, you letting me do that part of the job. Um, and I think we're going to transition into the topic where you're going to be doing a lot more talking, huh? Yeah. So the topic that I've brought to the show today, uh, is I entitled either uh, if your body is telling you to stop, you should listen to it or learning how to do less. Uh, but it's, that's the basic idea. So I'm 49, I will admit. I'm about to turn 50 very early next year. I've been doing this for quite a while. You know, Peacock itself turns 30 in December. I'm not old, but I'm also not young. And uh, I am starting to get to a point where I can't do quite as much as I want to. Um, so... I'll give you some background on this before I sort of get into the various ailments. Um, <laughs> but like at the moment, you know, and especially this is relevant today, you know, we're in the Apple yearly cycle and sort of January to May, I tend to work on what I want to do. Uh, June to October, well, you first have WWDC and then I work on what Apple wants me to work on. Uh, until such time as they've released all the new operating systems and things. And today, indeed, we got the final SDKs and release candidates for uh, Ventura and iPad OS and iOS. Anyway, and then November to December, when that's all out the, out the door, I take a vacation and recover and repeat. And that's kind of been going on on that pattern for a decade more. Um and, uh, yeah, I'm starting to kind of, like, uh, show some uh, problems with, with getting that. And it, one of the things that I've always tried to do is to be ready on the, on the first day of Apple's OS releases. It's been a pretty effective business strategy for me for at least over a decade. Because, you know, if you right. if you take advantage of Apple's new stuff, you tend to get featured on the store and that, you know, sort of... it's Marketing is like one of the hardest problems in doing software. So yeah. that that's a real kind of useful thing. So, you know, that that's what I do. I kind of push myself to, to make all the, the day one things. And... Um, yeah, so some background. I entitled this James's Chronic Pain History. Um, I blame a combination of Steve Jobs and Peter Jackson for my chronic pain. Um, I resigned from Apple back in 2000 after a very stressful period of my working life, which has been discussed on other podcasts. Um, and I then went indie full time and I run a company with my wife, Saskia, and I do all the coding side of things and she does everything else. And I had my first chronic pain flare up about a year later while watching Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings. So that movie has a very weird place in my head because I just associate <laughs> that with pain. Um, and generally, you know, I get pain when I've been sitting for like an hour or, or so. And chronic pain is a weird thing and it's really under-researched. And for me, it seems to be more of a software problem than a hardware problem. My body just misidentifies certain nerve signals as pain. And it's constantly trying to let me know about this pain. It's trying to be helpful, but it's not really helpful. It's trying so hard, but it needs to go through some more QA process, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's a beta. Um, stress also makes it worse. 
and you know we're in a lot of stressful situations at the moment but i had a variety of operations and treatments and didn't really help until finding a medication uh that worked to suppress the worst of the pain i think this was back in about 2005 uh it's gabapentin i'm not suggesting anyone goes on drugs or whatever but um it's not a painkiller as such it just damps down your nervous system to shift the point where your body registers these nerve signals as pain so it's not like being on opioid painkillers or something long term it does have some weird side effects like i like more spicy food now um and (laughs) i can't feel the cold or the heat quite as much but you know it's generally been good however i've gradually had to increase the dose over time because it became less effective and i think that's the thing you know once you're on a drug for a long time um and i hit the maximum dose that they can prescribe in the uk at least about six years ago right as the world was becoming slightly more stressful um (laughs) and uh then you know like the when the pandemic hit i spent like the first six months uh playing animal crossing uh because you know i just couldn't cope along with many people out there uh but then i pushed myself way too hard trying to catch up with all the work that i didn't do at that time uh and also no vacation because pandemic um and around december 2020 i had a significant uh pain level increase uh, but I kept working through it because, you know, um, mm-hmm. and uh, repeat the Apple cycle again. And around December 2021, I had another step up in this pain. I'd also had my eyesight worsen literally overnight, uh, about a month before that, to the point where I needed reading glasses. And I didn't need reading glasses at all before that. I was also super burned out. You know, none of these things were good. So... Um, December through February 2022, I was feeling pretty horrible and I mostly played video games. Uh, And, you know, my pain level started to come down a bit. Sometimes it does that, you know, it settles. You just get these flare-ups and downs. And uh, so I threw myself right back into work again. Um, And then in February 2022, I started noticing weirder problems with my vision, kind of like fuzzy halos around text on screen uh bad headaches pain in my eyes and i'd had something a bit similar with the headaches and stuff and i assumed that i just needed new glasses but nothing actually seemed to help and you know the opticians were like no your eyes are fine and i'm like well they might be fine to your equipment but but it's not (laughs) fine from this side of them obviously it's not fine um and I couldn't really work very effectively and I had to put all my screens and my phone and stuff into dark mode. Um, But, you know, this is around about sort of WWDC time. So there's all this stuff. So, you know, I just kind of worked through the pain um, and I had dry eyes, lots of uh, eye drops and stuff. And this September, I got like a final diagnosis from a special specialist. This was like two specialists removed from the NHS. Uh, And the diagnosis was mamobium gland dysfunction, which these are the little glands in your eyelids that coat your eyes with a film when you blink uh, to keep them moist. Anyway, 60% of mine had apparently died off, which is not great. Um, And there was some debate then as to whether it was actually worth treating. Uh, And that was kind of like a a moment where I realised, okay, this this is a serious thing. Um, what happens is you get into a cycle of 
you, you have dry eyes, which causes inflammation in the eyes, which causes these glands to start to die off, which then causes dry eyes and so on. Um, and there's many causes for it, um, including like tiny creatures that live in your eyes and eat the lubricant out of your eyelids. <laughs> Uh, that sounds so like I read this note in the doc and I was just like, oh, my gosh. And now I'm imagining like little T-Rexes going around and going. Rah! Yeah, uh, it, it's not that in my case as it happens. Um, oh, good. Well, I'm not sure it's good because those can be treated. And the, the guy basically said the most likely reason for me was the dreaded word lifestyle. That is. Too much time working, spent staring at screens, followed by too much time relaxing, playing video games. You know, both of those things, they slow your blink rate right down, and that can start this cycle of damage to your eyes. Video games being, like, the absolute worst thing, because, you know, you're absolutely laser-focused on it, and you're not blinking. So, remember how I spent the whole start of the year playing video games to get over the chronic pain? I kind of feel that I've actually done all this to myself and it's my own fault. Um, I realize, you know, it's genetics and there's a variety of other things and health problems are not somebody's fault, but that is kind of lodged in my brain. Um, it sounds like you know that it's not your own fault because it's not, I, but you don't believe it. Yeah, that, that's, that's the problem. Um, yeah. So here we are again. We're in the middle of the Apple release cycle. Not to mention, like, we're in one of the most stressful times of modern history. And here I am today. I'm trying to ship some app updates. Um, my body is again trying to convince me to slow down. And it's using the only language that it can communicate with me, which is like significant failure. Um, and I think genuinely it is trying to tell me something and I'm just have not been listening to it for a long time. Um, so what I'm trying to do right now is actually listen to it. Um, you know, finally, it might take the sort of bad eye problems uh, to reduce the amount of stuff that I'm doing. And I realize now I can't hit this day one target for everything. I mean, like the Mac version of PCalc, like they've said Ventura is shipping on Monday. Uh, the Mac version of PCalc currently doesn't even compile and it's got months of work I need to do to it because I, I like, I focused on, I can do one thing. So I'll do the older sort of iPad OS stage manager stuff. Yeah. The Mac version, it's going to be fine, you know. It's totally going to be fine. I, and I need to kind of convince myself of this. I need to be okay with not shipping it in time for Ventura. Um, I'd written in the notes next month. No, Monday. <laughs> Monday. Uh, because it's not worth the damage that I will do to my eyes or the further damage I'll do to my eyes in order to achieve that. And, and with the damage, it's not really something that can be reversed. It's something you can break the cycle and I can try and stop it not getting worse but I can't reverse it. I can't grow these uh, uh, glands back again, as far as I, I am aware. Um, and, like, I logically understand all of this stuff. Uh, also, I've got this kind of significant amount of my self-worth over the last few decades, you know, tied into my work. And it's really hard for me to kind of let go of things. And, you know... I'm sort of at the point, it's like, well, how 
how much like working life do I have left to do? And I don't know the answer to that. And and I don't know yet the rate that the 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 this stuff is happening to my eyes. I will probably get more information in December when I go back and he can do like a side by side and see um, yeah. see what, it, what it's like because I don't know this is something that could have been happening over the last 20 years and it's just now got to the point where I'm noticing reach it. that threshold yeah or it- because well and uh, like you may have th- had I mean you were saying you know eye drops dried eyes for a while but you're just gonna keep going because oh I'm playing video games so of course I have dry eyes like yeah. th- it's just something that your brain will skip over until it makes it so difficult that you can't ignore it and, and the other thing is like one of the things that I do when I'm stressed is work um and you know not necessarily like the work that I should be doing but you know things like the peacock about screen and dice by peacock are two really good examples of products that were born out of stress um also playing video games is another thing i use for stress relief i can't really do that anymore i have been playing some games but if i play them it'll be like i can do an hour and that is an hour that i will subtract from looking at my work you know i can't i can't like do a day's work and then play you know three hours of video games as i have been doing since you know the 90s For 30 years yeah. i was gonna say 40 but let, let's say 30 um, <laughs> um and you know i i i have been like i've been reading more books these days which are, seem to be pretty low impact in terms of stuff on my eyes and i've read more books in the last few months than i have in the last few decades and i'm really enjoying that and it's nice to get back into books but it's kind of a change um but i should also say like i'm doing okay you know like all this stuff sounds pretty heavy, but, you know, I'm not losing my sight. Uh, I'm fine if I'm outside and I'm not staring at screens. Uh, plenty of people experience much worse chronic pain than I do, you know. Also, uh, my mental yeah. my mental state is not great, but I wouldn't say I was suffering from depression. And financially, you know, I'm doing much better than most. You know, we've got savings and stuff. So if it all falls apart, you know... I, it, it's okay. Uh, it's well. Let me st- let me stop you right there, okay. real quick. There will always be somebody that is doing worse than you. I know. I, I and 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 I I get. I understand this grief. I mean, we've had we've had so many conversations about this. It's okay to accept and acknowledge that you are having a bad time and having a difficult time, regardless of what level that chronic pain is at no chronic pain is normal yeah like if you have chronic pain it's not normal and it yes there's always somebody that's going to have it worse and it's probably going to be like giving yourself an out of saying oh okay someone else has worse so i can handle this yes it's okay to acknowledge like the privilege that you have but still also acknowledge that this I almost said a bad, non-really appropriate word. (laughs) This sucks. This really, really sucks. I think, like, it's just difficult for me to start to change how I do things. And, you know, accept that maybe the next 20 years of my life are not going to be exactly the same like the previous 20 years. And, uh, you know, I don't... 
have kids or anything like that. So my life has not had any, you know, significant changes. Um, and I, I think, you know, I've just reached the point where I can't pretend that, you know, I'll be able to do exactly what I'm doing forever. And it, it, there's a sort of like mourning for the loss of the, this previous person. And it, you know, that kind of sounds a bit silly, but it, it's just the not, it's the not knowing how to kind of transition. Yeah. Yeah. This idea. So something that my therapist talked to me about is this idea of perceived body betrayal. This idea that your body is betraying because it can't do the basic function. Like, oh my gosh, my eyes are not letting me see. Like they hurt. Like that. It makes sense to have that anger and that grief and mourning and having it all at the same time and cycling through it and as as terrible as it is never really getting past that yeah it's go ahead no i i was just gonna say it, it's i think it's the the thing that keeps running through my head is like i'm only 49 you know and i realize some of our listeners may be a bit younger than that but you know, to my brain, and I think you probably will agree with this, is like, when you're older, you don't necessarily feel any different than you did when you were like 20 or whatever. Yeah. You know, you might be slightly wiser, um, but it's not like there's a there's a switch that flips and you're like, well, now, now I'm an old person or, or whatever. Yeah, now I'm an adult. Well, that, that's <laughs> no. definitely, that, that has not happened. I mean, you've had a child, which at least is some kind of um, uh, adult style achievement uh, where I've, I've not had that. So, yeah, I mean, it's like all I'm thinking, like my brain is, uh, I would say, you know, is as sharp as it's always been. I, I say that that's probably not true because, you know, I do look at some of the new stuff that's happening in iOS development and or Apple development generally. And I'm like, ah, I'm getting too old to learn this new stuff. This makes my brain hurt. But generally, <laughs> I think my brain is fine. But it's just like my body is not um, matching that. And, and, it, and I think this is just, I mean, this is like something everybody has to face. Um, you know, at some time in their life, uh, I just yeah. didn't think it would be me. And I don't think it would be now, if you see what I mean. No one ever thinks that it's them until it happens. And it's difficult. This None of this is easy. None of this. There's no sort of prep work. There's no, like you said earlier, chronic pain is really under-researched. And there's next to nothing... There, there's not a lot of understanding. There's not a lot of treatment. There's not a lot of even like support groups for this to recognize that chronic pain isn't normal, but it happens to a lot of people and it yeah, freaking sucks. And, and like, I'm an engineer. It's like, I want to, you know, if, if you say, oh, thing X is broken and I'm like, you know, okay, I can understand that, you know, it, and, but 
you ask people, oh, why is this happening? You know, and they go, we don't know. There just isn't, you know, much research into it because, you know, at the moment, I imagine COVID is taking a lot of the research budgets. But, you know, before that, you know, there's a lot of money in cancer research and things like that, which, you know, obviously is a very important thing to 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 do. But, you know, so there isn't that because, you know, chronic pain, while it can be like like completely ruin your life at various levels um it's not like something that is gonna kill you immediately kind of thing so there isn't that much research um but when i was talking to uh, one of the doctors and he was like um he said but i see you know somebody with your exact symptoms maybe like once or twice a week and you know it's things like that that make me think like maybe i should like retrain in medicine and like figure out what is going wrong. <laughs> I want to debug my nervous system. Like I yes. want to plug myself into something and look through the code, find the problem and fix it. Um, and it's just so frustrating that you can't do that. Um, yeah. And it, it's, the, it's the, the, we don't know why this happens, but it's common. Um, and look with the eye stuff, it, the, this, uh, the gland dysfunction is a very common thing. Lots of people have it. Lots of people don't know that they have it. And it's, I think part of it is because like, I'm probably one of the first generations that has sat glued to a screen since yeah. their childhood, you know, and then you, you're starting to see these kind of effects. And you know how, like, when you're young, your parents say, don't stare at that screen all day, you know, hurt your eyes or whatever. <laughs> Apparently that was completely true. Um, and that, that, <laughs> Who knew? Th this is the kind of information that I'd like to go back and tell myself as, you know, I wouldn't have listened to myself even as a No, as a of course teenager. not, because you're not listening to yourself right now either. Well, th like, that is, you are. That is a very working on accurate it. point. Um, <laughs> it's a weird thing, and it's like, um, I will get to the stage where I am doing something that I know is causing damage to myself because like, say I'm, you know, it's towards the end of the day or, you know, I can't do like a full day, but it's towards the end of the day and I can feel my eyes hurting, but I've discovered some problem and I'm halfway through fixing this problem. And, you know, my brain is going, well, you know, it's just going to take 10 minutes and then you're going to figure this out. And then two hours later, I haven't figured it out or maybe I have figured it out. Um, but my eyes are much worse. And then like the day after and the day after that, that is going to be bad too. And I don't know the best way to kind of like, because it's not like I don't know that this is bad for me. I mean, I think it's like people who smoke and, and things like this. Right. You know, to a certain extent, it is an addiction um, in trying to, you know, get get something done or get something fixed. Or, you know, you f I feel that, like, even though I've kind of reduced the amount of stuff that I'm doing, I still have some deadlines that I want to hit. Um, and, yeah, it, it's that how do I learn to listen to myself, which is, is the crux of the problem that I'm, I'm having. And, and, and I'm trying to do it slowly, but part of the problem is also, you know, if I am good to myself for like a week or whatever, my eyes will feel much better. And I'll be like, oh, well, it's no problem now, you know, it's fixed. It's fixed. Yeah. Clearly I can just do whatever I like now. 
um, which yeah. amazingly doesn't work. Um, and, you know, it, I know it's not going to be fixed. The worst, the best thing that I can do is nothing. You know, the worst thing that I can do is I can make it worse. Um, worse. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, I don't know why my brain does that uh, in, a, in a kind of like, I mean, you know, it's it's sort of like, um, I don't know, like, uh, should I eat all that chocolate? Well, I probably shouldn't, but I've done it anyway. You know, it, it's that kind of like, I know this is bad for me, but I'm going to yeah. do it anyway. And that is the, that's the thing that my, I need to fix. Um, well, I mean, you've had 30 years of working on P-Calc. Yeah. Off and on. I, 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 I want to point out that I haven't spent 30 years straight working on this calculator because it sounds like that is a really obsessive uh, no, but like this is your main job. Yeah. No, it is. Right? Yeah. So like 30 years of its existence plus coming from Apple in the 90s. You have well trained yourself to work too hard, to work too far, to work too long because that's what you had to do. Yeah. Or 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 thought you had to do. You're now coming into the situation where you have, you know, decades of a pattern and an experience of doing the things that you decided that had to be done to get to this position. It's not a sense of fixing because just like you can't fix your eyes, you can't fix the pattern, the foundation that's been laid but you can give yourself a little bit more grace, give yourself a little bit more forgiveness and slowly start transitioning to be kinder to yourself and to your eyes and to your body. And one step at a time, you can't just start. You just can't you can't go, you know, 90 miles an hour. You have to slowly accelerate. You know, you just like in the about scream of P Calc, when you're driving the car, this is why I'm terrible at the at 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 the game. I, I am terrible at driving because I just want to go faster now, but I don't know how to steer right. I, I think there's so, an, an analogy in here. If you, if you try and steer while you're going too fast, your mental car will just tumble uh, over and exactly. Over exactly. And then you you start at the beginning again and you're so angry because you didn't do it right. And so you have to start from the beginning and then you do it again and you get angry at yourself again instead of making any sort of adjustments. This is why I don't play <laughs> the game because it makes me so angry because I can't teach myself how to drive. <laughs> it's so much fun, but I hate it. That's on me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I think yeah it, it it's just, i think there there isn't a lot of talk certainly that i see anyway in in our industry of like how to kind of slow down yeah um you know th there's a lot of emphasis on like hustle and um 
Ugh, you know, yes. being this mystical 10x engineer nonsense, whatever. Where you... The toxic productivity. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I totally um, am guilty of that toxic productivity. You know, it's not forced on me. What's worse is I do it to myself, you know, because um, yeah. it, it's not like I have a manager now anyway telling me oh you have you know this thing needs to be done by you know 4th of January um otherwise Steve is going to be very upset with you um and but it's it's all put on myself um well it's almost more difficult that it's yourself doing it because you can't just get like it's harder to like turn around and vent to Saskia about yourself as opposed to being able to vent about a manager. Yeah. And and so you don't have that that forgiveness, that mental adjustment because you don't have a way to expound and vent about the stuff that you're doing yourself. I th- I think the other thing that kind of like rattles around my brain is you know, it if I had to give up coding tomorrow. Um uh my brain goes, well, what are you without all this stuff? You know, if you're not this person who's like known or whatever, um, I, I very much uh, uh, shy away from using the word famous because that is not true. But you know what I mean? Like, it, I am at least a personality in an extremely small pond uh, of the iOS yes. development world. And, uh, and it's like, what? What if I'm not that anymore? You know, what? What? What is left? You know, what, how much of my identity is not that? Um, and you know, one of the other things that I was thinking about was just with video games. It's like I can't necessarily play the you know those hundred hour uh, RPGs or whatever. You know, there's, there's a new Legend of Zelda coming out pretty soon. I'd like to play that. Um, yeah. And then my brain starts thinking, well, can you, you know, is this something that you could do? Um, and I listen to all these video game podcasts and I was just, the thought had occurred to me earlier in this week. It's like, um, you know, if I can't play the games, why am I listening to these podcasts? Should I, should I <laughs> right. like just stop and, you know, find something else? But I, I've been, you know, I've been playing games since the early eighties, um, So I got quite cross at this thought of like, well, maybe there's all these games coming out, then I won't be able to play them. And I'm, you know, I'm angry at that, which is a ridiculous thing to be angry at. No, 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 no. No, it's not ridiculous at all. It's totally normal to get angry. Yeah. It's it's part of the grief. It's part of the grieving process. This fact that you can't do things that you want to be able to do because your body is saying no. Yeah. Um it's not ridiculous whatsoever. I know, but like do you know well, James? I, do you know? <laughs> I think it's the, you know, given the extremely shall we say interesting times that we're in at the moment. Yes. All of this stuff seems trivial in comparison to some of the, the larger world events. Um No. No, I know. Don't don't trivialize yourself. Don't trivialize the pain that you're going through. Don't trivialize 
this impact on yourself because it's okay to be selfish. Selfish is not a dirty word. I know. I know. I think the the it's 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 all the stuff that you know logically and you know mm-hmm. you know it's just uh being able to take that and actually apply the lessons from this thing that you have learned. Yes. Um and I think that that it, like I say it's kind of like you there's not a lot of discussion of this kind of stuff of like um you know it's like you see people and they're kind of like divided and well you've got young people and you've got old people and then there's this kind of like area in the middle and everybody goes through it at different times and you know lots of people have different problems but there's not there's no like manual to any of this stuff no and like i keep discovering things like when i when i like i said my vision I needed reading glasses literally overnight. You know, I got up in the morning. I just couldn't focus on anything. And I thought there was something dreadful wrong then. But, you know, went to the optician and she's like, no, you just need glasses. And what happens is your eyes are gradually getting worse. And then there's just a point where your brain can't compensate anymore. And it's not that it went overnight. It's just like that was the point where your brain was like, no, I I I can't do anything with this anymore. You get, you're yeah. going to need some glasses. And she's, and she said, I hear this story again. It's, you hear this. It's like, I hear this story every week. People come in who are like just shocked. It's like, you know, I had great vision like yesterday and now I don't. Um, and yeah, I feel there should be like some kind of handbook or something that we're given. Yeah. That this is a normal thing that will happen probably to everyone. Uh uh, just be aware. At different ages, different adjustments. There, this is this is normal. I mean, it's very obviously it's different. But my husband went through it at twenty seven. Yeah, I know. When he had his massive stroke, I was going to say. Which, yes, <laughs> I know that you have some experience of this, and and I, and yeah. and again, my brain says. Uh, because my brain is is a traitor. My brain is like, well, he's got it way worse than you. So why are you complaining? You know, that Be- yeah. And that is just something that you know, th- that thought comes into your head is like, well, I can basically do most things, you know, I can't can't do this, can't do that, whatever. But you know, if you looked at me in the street, you wouldn't see the chronic pain that I have. Right. You wouldn't see the, the, the other problems. Um, but yeah, it, it's, uh, it's hard. Yeah, it is. And, and I can only imagine the kind of adjustments that he's had to go through as well. And at 27 as well. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it sucks and it's kind of part of life, but you you do what you can do and you make the adjustments that you can and and live with this new normal as things are constantly changing uh we're still i mean ugh, we just the prednisone that he was on to help his wrist we're starting to do the de- decreasing the dose and the pain is starting to come back mm. he's had to start taking the narcotics again and it's really frustrating because it was getting taken care of and then it's it's not anymore and it's like okay now what can we adjust he's on gabapentin but we're on a pretty stable dose for the last like 
seven years, I think. So we haven't had to increase that, which is great. And a couple other things that are, you know, all of these, all of this stuff that's, you know, the medicine game, yeah. the, the, the med- medicine dance, try new things, make adjustments. Yeah, I, I went through a whole like world of different things when they, when the, the, the pain ramped up the last time. And it's like, oh, I'll try, try this as, as kind of like a little top up on top of the gabapentin and stuff. And, it's, and the irony was that all of those things gave me eye problems, which should have, oh, no. should have been like the key to telling me maybe my eyes are kind of like very close to... Um, uh, having problems but yeah um, I'm now thinking well maybe I should try them again I've got the eye problems anyway so right <laughs> um, it's also the frustrating you know gabapentin's been around for ages and like there are some newer things um and I've tried them and they didn't really help or whatever and it's like where's my you know medical research community well somebody's got to have done something you know better um, and I feel like, you know, I, maybe 20 years from now or whatever, there'll be much better ways of, of dealing with this stuff. I was like, but I, w- I would like them now. Um, yeah. Well, and real quick, I got to put this out here too. This is not an invitation to send tweets or messages to James on this magical thing that can fix this. Yeah, because trust me, I have tried them. Literally everything. Yeah. I've been doing this. He's working with his medical team. Yeah. Um, and I, I have like tried <laughs> so many things over the last, you know, whatever. It is. And at the moment, you know, like... I am generally coping. That's the thing. I know that if I avoid certain things that trigger the pain, I can generally have a pain-free day, um, which means I like I work at a standing desk now, f- all permanently standing, and that was really hard for about a year because my back did not enjoy that at all. But I've actually got a lot better at it because I think, you know, the muscles in my back of... Uh, muscles get stronger, yeah. So, you know, I can work quite happily at my desk standing and uh, I have workarounds for a lot of stuff. Um, it's also weird because we're kind of, you know, we're in a pandemic. So there are things that I haven't done that I would normally have done. Like I haven't been on a plane in two and a half years and I don't know what that would be like, you know, if I was on yeah. a flight to the US, for example. Um but most of the time I'm okay. Uh, so I, I'm kind of like, I'm trying to um, hack around things in my system. Uh, I know where, I know where <laughs> the bugs are and I know if I just avoid that, um, I'll be okay. Uh, yeah. And letting yourself be kinder to yourself and making the things that you know help, even if it's not the best option for other situations in your life. Like, I'm super proud of you for, like, confirming you will not be going live day one with Ventura. Like, no. I, I, I saw the, the has, announcement like, earlier um, because, like, they... they um, they didn't really say it, but if you went to the Ventura page, it says, yeah, this is releasing on Monday. And I was like, Monday? I thought they were going to do this. I thought they were going to at least space things out. But no, it's actually easier for me because I know it's Monday and I know like there's literally no way I could ship something yeah. for Monday. So yeah. I will not hit that target and I need to just 
be okay with that. And I now have to be okay with it a lot quicker than I thought I would be. (laughs) Right. um, I'm going to take my time on that and that will come out when it comes out. And yes, that's all I can do. And I I think that is going to be my sort of what I need to look at things going forward. I mean, the thing that thing that really annoys me, and this is again petty, and you will tell me it's not petty, but anyway, um, (laughs) the reason I started playing with all this 3D stuff um, was in the about screen and everything was because there were rumors like God six years ago at this point that Apple was going to do an AR VR headset. So I was like, great, oh, yeah. I need to learn about 3D graphics. And uh, as we know, Apple has not even announced, let alone shipped anything in those six years. And I was thinking, so I've done all this work with 3D graphics and probably done damage to my eyes in staring at all this stuff for the last six years. And by the time that the headset comes out, I don't know if I'll be able to actually use it. And there is a sort of delicious irony in this. It's like, do I really want to strap two screens to my face? Um, <laughs> probably not. Something tells me that's not the best idea. No, and I think like all of this stuff is like, I think it's fine in short um, bursts. Um, so, you know, I, I'm looking at all these things and I think, oh, do I, I re- really would like that PlayStation VR 2 when it comes out. And it's like, well, can I justify it for being able to put it on for half an hour a day or or, or whatever? Maybe. But I, I don't think I will be doing this 3D development work. You know, I, I kind of figured that would be the next thing that yeah. I go into. And it's probably not going to be. Um, and again, it's just something if that is the case, you know, because, you know, maybe I would, I'm not going to rule anything completely out 100%. But, you know, if that is the case and I can't do this stuff, I just need to, like, let it go. Um, you it, Working on the grieving. Yeah. Like working on that that process a, a little bit earlier than you ex- expected yes. or had hoped. Yeah. So I, I, this is, I guess, the reason that I kind of, like, brought this topic, because this is, you know, it's it's, it's a... You often have pretty heavy topics on here, but I kind of, yeah. what I wanted to say is like, if you just follow me through like Twitter or whatever, and you're not like in the discord and you don't see all the things that I post, you know, you probably would be completely unaware that I've got all these things going on, you know, um, from the chronic pain, which has been an ongoing thing to the eye stuff to whatever. And the thing is like, so do so many people that you know and you just yeah. don't know that this is going on for them and uh, i think it's kind of helpful for other people to know that people are going through this kind of stuff and yeah it, it's like mental health stuff as well generally is it's like doesn't get spoken of really so people just assume you know you look at somebody's instagram and all you see is just happy pictures of them feeding squirrels or whatever it is they might be doing on their instagram (laughs) and you don't have that kind of you don't have the sense of what they're going through and what the reality is and so you might feel that you're the only person in the world that uh are dealing with problems like this. And and I when I was talking about my eyes, there was a, another guy that I know who said, yeah, that um, 
and it's somebody that I've known for years. And he said, yeah, I've been developing cataracts slowly. And this is a person who's not that much older than me. And, you know, we had a brief kind of like, um, you know, eye problem uh <laughs> vent yeah. session yeah. And, and it's, it's but you you wouldn't know that and uh yeah that so that's why that's why i thought i'd bring it up but you know partially for the free therapy thank you um but also because you know it's not i don't it's not about me as such it's about the fact that like lots of people are dealing with stuff like this and uh yeah uh it sucks to a certain extent that's life yeah yeah and i think we don't necessarily need to walk around with a hat that says i have anxiety depression chronic hip pain jaw pain like you don't need a list of all of the issues that are wrong with you to be able to um, have some grace from other people too. Um, and so just a reminder that like, if you see somebody who's parking with a handicapped tag and they walk, get out and walk just fine, it's none of your business. Yep. Why they're like, Oh my gosh, they can walk. Okay. Well maybe, they can right this second, but they're expecting after five minutes to not be able to like they need to sit down. Disabilities are not always visible and it's not for you to determine what someone else's issues are. Yeah. I, and I think again, my brain, this is, this is just an example of, of the way my thinking goes. And it's like, you know, but do I think of myself as disabled? And it's like, well, no, my brain doesn't. But, you know, it, well, you know, I can list off all these problems and it's like, well, I, yeah, I can't do this. And, oh, yeah, I can't do this. Um, and then my brain goes, but, you know, I don't have things as bad as some people. Uh, and uh, that that's just a kind of a constant refrain, I think, that people will have. It's like they'll see people in much worse situations and they're like well i can't complain um and maybe you can complain a little bit yes it's okay to complain you can be sad about your situation and frustrated and angry and all of that and still have empathy for other people what they're going through yep like and trying to to work with the brain work with your brain that's going on and and saying the things that it's saying to you that oh my gosh there's somebody that has it worse maybe seeing working on how you can tell that brain when it that that voice in your head when it's saying oh blah 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 um trying to remind yourself hey maybe uh, I can be a little bit kinder to myself. What would Kathy? I, I was literally, <laughs> I was literally gonna say that. It's like I just need to listen to your voice and what you would say, <laughs> and we do this to each other. It's like yes, uh, yes, we, we both uh, keep each other kind of um a little grounded on, on that. 
Uh, it's like, yes, you know, you, you're willing to help all these other people, but not help yourself. Is that good? No. Yeah. Yeah. But I have a panda that comes and, and helps me. Yeah. And I have a unicorn <laughs> that comes and helps me as well. Yeah. And we have all and our other friends as well who say things too. Yes, um, of course, of course. But it, it's nice. It's nice if you have somebody that you can be vulnerable with and be able to say what you need help with, like something very specific or being able to that they can recognize something that you need help with. Like if they can see the signs that something's happening and they can reach out without you needing to ask. Basically, accountability and support are so important. And I hope everyone is able to have someone that can help support them that way because you deserve it. And if not, you know, we're here to help also. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to say under that Super heavy topic. I don't know. But I mean, something that actually, that... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm feeling like somewhat of a relief having like just Good. said all that stuff because um, I kind of like didn't know exactly where we were going to go. And it's like <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, once I'd fallen off the bottom of my extensive notes. Um, right. <laughs> I picked it up and we were good. It was great. Yeah. You did awesome. Yeah. This was this was good. And thank you for for being so willing to open up and be so vulnerable um, to the our friends, our conductors that are going to listen to this. Wait, you know, were it's, we recording? It's this? hard. Was, is this a podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Just you and me. Yep. Just just you and me hanging out. Definitely not people in the live chat chatting with us that. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that one of the things I have found about getting older um which i think is a positive is i care a lot less about what people think and yeah. and like certainly i mean not that i don't care clearly but um certainly way more than my 30s i think in my 30s i was i was a lot a lot i wouldn't have done this then you know i wouldn't have said these yeah. things you know being sort of um I mean, also, I think that, you know, there is the whole thing about um, men and emotions and maybe we <laughs> bottle them up to a certain extent. Um, but, yeah, it's all nonsense. And, you know, just talk to people. Yeah, yeah. Get some help. Get some support. And you can also get support from a professional. Yes. Like there is you don't necessarily have to lean on friends and family, but having a professional to talk to can be really freeing. Someone that this is their job, they know how to support you, but also hopefully you don't feel any guilt laying your problems at their feet yeah. because this is their job. Yeah, and people who are better equipped to deal with this stuff. Yes. And, and particularly, you know, if somebody's going through their own problems, you know, they might not have the emotional bandwidth to help you with yours. And I think it's, yeah. that is absolutely fine. And I think there is a, there is a point. I think there's a good thing. If you have a good friendship with someone, you can say to them, you know, under normal, normal circumstances, I'd be absolutely 
happy to help. But right now I can't because yeah. I've got too much going on. And if I think you, if you can say that honestly, nobody's going to have any problems with that. Um, yeah. And anyone that does, you don't necessarily need to be in that relationship yes. with them. Whatever that relationship is, if somebody can't give you grace to be human. Yeah. I, I Yeah. It, it's hard to keep them in your life. So, yeah, I, I think, yes, emphasizing the, the professionals aspect is good. Um, but it is also nice if you have friends that you can maybe not lay everything on, but you can uh, that can support you when necessary. And that can remind you to be nice to yourself. Yes, which you are doing. Thank you. I, I'm doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how about this? How about we move on to our connections for the next conduit? How about that? It's a deal. Um, All right. Uh, so <laughs> you go first. Mine, uh, I, I wrote, get through the remaining Apple announcements for the month, uh, today, that is. Um, ship what software I can, but keep recognizing my own limitations and don't overdo things. Otherwise, I'll just be facing more health problems when I finally relax, which I'm hoping mm -hmm. is not going to be the case like this December when hopefully I can sort of chill out a bit. But yes, we shall see. Yeah. But just rem remember that you have experience and you know what happens in the past so you can work through it. It's, it's good. You got we this. We are capable of learning. You... That's the theory. Yes. Least. Yes, <laughs> you can do it. Um, so my connection, uh, we I just finished, uh, completed Sean Blanc's focus course. Um, and with that, I actually was able to kind of formulate some goals in a way that I've never been able to before, partially because of this, this, this grief for not knowing what the future can bring and this idea that I've been fighting with for more than a decade now myself of um, not knowing what our situation will be like because I don't know how long Ryan has. You know, we, we never know how long anything has, but having having this position like more present, um, has really blocked my ability to have goals. Um, and this course actually really helped kind of solidify, uh, a different way of thinking of goals. Um, so I'm really happy with that. And one of, uh, the things is to actually work through my business budget. So, I've been really blessed in the last couple of years to the point where I need to be more aware and less scared of doing my financials. So my goal in the next fortnight is to finish and finalize that um, and be able to look at it and not be scared. <laughs> All right. So let's head over to our conductors. Uh, Anka News, next connection, re-up last fortnight's connection to straighten up my space, which has had my COVID isolation bed added to the list of stuff to put away. Yeah. Hide that. Hide that bed. You don't need it anymore. You're, you're, you're good. <laughs> uh, Deborah's new connection, uh, empty two old dresses and get them moved out of the way because new nicer dresses are being delivered this week, two months Ooh. sooner than we thought they would arrive. 
I also need to make a list of all the new things at work that I'm responsible for so I can start making sure that they get done. Perhaps I actually need a system. Yes, I, I know this feeling of like people say, maybe, <laughs> maybe my just random lists on pieces of paper and text files is not a system. Anyway, hmm. yes. Yeah, I think it is time to visit System and Themes, that magical channel where work gets done. <laughs> Our pathologist of the show, Laura, uh, their new connection, her new connection is continue the unstructured day planning. Also try to stick with doing Zotero for my pathology notes, reference papers to see how I like using it at work versus Obsidian. New job equals locked down work computer equals no obsidian. I'm so sorry that you don't have access to the tools that you've used in the past, but I hope that Zotero works for you. Uh, we have Dom who has not done a check before. Uh, so we also don't have a name. We don't have an of the show name for them. And you're going to be the one that gets to say it. I'm so excited for you. Oh, I, I'm going to need no pressure. I'm going to need to think about this. I think we'll come back to this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, he says, um, I haven't done one of these before, so no check. But my connection is to get everything ready to get married in a few weeks time, which sounds like a, a wonderful thing. Um, still a bunch of little bits to do, but uh, stationery is causing some stress. For some reason, we decided to create our own. So getting it all printed and things are challenging. Yes, I, I'd certainly get that when you decide you're going to um, uh, make everything perfect and uh do it yourself um yeah so yes well i need an off the show um i know groom of the show doesn't work uh no after, <laughs> i mean it'll work for, for a couple of weeks so uh for now right for now groom of the show yeah wedding watch is not over yet it, it keeps coming everyone's getting married we've got we've got lots of love in our connect in our conductors and i'm i'm so happy for everybody but yeah dom we'll get you in of the show and i can't wait to hear how the next fortnight goes our owl of the show kate new connection continue working on cv and website hopefully this time i'll get them finished keep making progress with the sorting too it's very much a work in progress at the moment with things everywhere wow that that stage in time where everything is everywhere and none of it is where you want to be want it to be is so stressful and overwhelming so i hope you can make it past that that hump of work in progress you can do it, Kate. Skylar, our blue dragon of the show, a new connection. At the time of the recording of The Next Conjure, I will be on a plane to Orlando for a very professional event. Wave to the sky. Um, I'm excited but also anxious about all the details because it's not something I've done before. In short, my connection for The Next Conjure is to, one, get packed, two, be prepared, and three, remember to eat food. These are all important things. Very important things. Our oracle of the show, Soph, next connection. We're moving house. We should be in the new place in time for the next conduit. So my connection is to do some packing every day and try not to leave anything important behind. Good plan. Don't leave anything important behind. You can do it. And finally, um, we have Robert, the nameless of the show. Well, finally, unless Jay wrote something in, but we'll come back um, <laughs> Robert says, new connection, simply start packing. Um, so, yes, if you haven't started already, start packing now. Yes, start packing. 
Uh, I know Jay doesn't have a connection yet for the next time. It's fine. Well, uh, I'll just you know, it's like if if he's not um, willing to put the effort in, um, that's, that's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm always here uh, to to host uh, in in the event of his uh, <laughs> flying around doing all these. You know, things. he's very busy and important right now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I. I appreciate the offering to murder my co-host and take him out (laughs) that's how i read well i think that says more about you than it does about me i was i was just offering to take over in you know in true uh connected uh that's true that's true that's a good point. Yeah, we probably need a connected, or not connected. We need a uh, succ- succ- mm. succession plan. Can't say it. Succession. Why can I not say that word? Succession plan. Yeah. And apparently they all have to start with either J or K. Yes. You know, you have the triple days for connected, but uh, J, A, so James, we'll see who else can I'm, become part of the connection I'm basically a, the succession. I'm an understudy for any relay show and in the event of somebody uh being away I'm I, I'll take on anything just uh <laughs> that probably sounds like an additional um uh, task that you probably shouldn't do well I'm just thinking you know, you, know I, you say that but this is a this is I'm just using like sound I don't really have to look at anything while I'm recording this. So That's true. You know, maybe this is my pivot. Maybe I, I'm, you know, go full time uh, uh, relay host or something. He says, getting mm. himself a job somewhere. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, Skylar says professional relay understudy. I think I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's actually great because you have none of the responsibility. You just turn up, you do a thing, somebody else has to edit it, post it, do all the stuff. It's great. I do that a lot on Rebound and other podcasts. It's just like, um, it's all of the fun and none of the responsibility. (laughs) Which you deserve fun. All of that. If you would like to submit a connection, you can do so on Twitter by tweeting at Conduit FM or using the hashtag MyConduit or hang out in the Relay FM Discord and do either question mark my conduit with your uh conduit connection or come to the show oh my gosh i can never remember what it's called you would think i would have it let's try this again <clears throat> or hang out in the hashtag show follow-up channel uh and if you start the message with the conduit icon and then put your connections it will input it into our magical spreadsheet uh and that works uh make sure you Visit giveusyourflippingmoney.com or relay.fm slash conduit to become a member of this show and support Jay and I and what we're doing. Uh, And thank you to Trade Coffee for sponsoring this week's episode. So, James, my question for you is, did we conduit? We conduit it. Heck, freaking yes. Yes.